Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Sorry does not equal trust. Sorry equals forgiveness. Changed behavior equals trust. Dr. Henry Cloud. Today I want to talk about the best apology being changed behavior. Because how often have we said or do we hear, I'm sorry? What are you sorry for? Now, I'm not suggesting that there's no place for apologies. But there's a time and a place. It's foolish to think that there's never a time to say I'm sorry. Because apologies do play an important role in our life and in our relationships. And they have their place. And thinking that there's no purpose for apologies, that's a big ego if you ask me. But some people journey through life believing that apologies are for the weak, that apologies are for people who aren't assertive and can't stand up for themselves, or that apologies are merely a manipulation tactic to get people to conform to desired behavior. But truly, apologies have a clear and valuable purpose in our lives. And maybe we should just begin with a simple definition. What is an apology? An apology is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. An apology is a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. Now, we all have our different meanings of an apology. And for me, I became hardened by the words, I'm sorry, because in my marriage five years ago, everything was, I'm sorry. It was yelling, it was screaming, it was fighting, it was, I'm sorry. Those two words meant absolutely nothing to me. Now, prior to that, I was raised in, you need to say you're sorry. As kids, we're taught that, right? We do something wrong. We need to say we're sorry. And it almost reminds me of Western medicine. It's masking the symptoms. It's the band-aid. It's the quick fix. What are we sorry for? What are we taking the pills for? Think about that. Getting to the root cause of any issue or any health problem or any relationship problem, it takes work. It takes understanding. It takes more than I'm sorry. So what does I'm sorry mean to you? And where did you get this definition from? Maybe it means everything to you. Maybe it means nothing to you. Now, when you apologize in the correct way, which we're going to talk about, it can provide powerful closure. However, if it's done incorrectly, just, you know, a blanket statement, it can feel very empty. And it's almost like the promise that I'll never do it again, mom. How many times did you say that growing up? Gets you out of a lot of things, but you don't learn from it. You really don't learn from it. And that carries on into our adult life, into work, into friendships, into relationships, everything. And I'm not punishing my parents for telling me to say I'm sorry. However, I'm an adult now. I'm 32 years old and I want to know why are we saying I'm sorry habitually? 
we accidentally shut the door, like if we're walking, you know, out the door and the door closes behind us and there's somebody behind us, I'm sorry. We drop something and somebody trips over. I'm sorry. Everything's an I'm sorry. Now you can apologize for your behaviors, but constantly saying I'm sorry for me is a lack of confidence and a lack of self-esteem. My apologies is a different way to phrase things versus I'm sorry. I like that a little bit better. It's confident. It's it's not like, um, I don't know, there's something about the words I'm sorry that really get me. And so today when we talk about things, the steps of an apology and what that means, just really think about your life and think about your current situation. And maybe somebody just lost their trust with you. Maybe they cheated. Maybe they lied. Maybe they deceived you. I guarantee you're sitting there right now saying, your I'm sorry doesn't mean shit to me because you're hurt. And if you listen to the last episode about stop front-loading your trust, you know my thoughts on that. Trust is a very powerful five-letter word. So first thing we need to do to address a real apology, if we're truly sorry about something, we need to accept it. Now, if you're the one apologizing, you need to feel true regret for your behavior, whatever it is. Now, this is deep. This isn't as, this isn't superficial, like, oh, I forgot to hold the door open behind, you know, behind me and it shut shut in your face. This is like, I did something and I'm genuinely very sorry. And as the apologizer, you have to recognize how your choices have affected the other people involved, their feelings. And take responsibility for the outcome. It's not going to be pretty. It's always easier to point out versus point in. After you've accepted what you've done and how your behavior has affected somebody else, you need to articulate. And this is about communicating your understanding of the regret and what you did. This isn't saying the lofty statement of, I'll never do it again. We've all heard that, right? but you're expressing how you're going to change your behavior to make sure it doesn't happen again. You know, something happened um, in the past couple of months dating Cam, right? I would say, oh my gosh, he's super funny. He's super, um, he's got a great sense of humor. He makes me laugh like nobody else. But sometimes he acts so funny that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. And that's just habitually come out of my mouth. Like you're so dumb. Like you're being goofy to an extent that it's silly, right? But instead of using the word, you're being silly or something like that, I said, dumb. Well, it was brought to my attention and he said it in a very nice way. Like, Hey, I don't like when you say that because I was told I was dumb before. And so when that happens, you have to be mindful that it's not the other person. It's not something wrong with you or something wrong with them. It's just being mindful of how your words are making them feel. And I apologized up and down, and I can't tell you that it hasn't slipped out of my mouth since then because it's really hard to change our language and to change our behavior. But I'm so happy that he communicated that with me, and I was able to express my genuine apologies for saying that, right, and see how it may have affected his emotions. And I didn't say I'll never do it again. I didn't say that because guess what? I did it again by accident. But then I immediately apologized because I caught myself because I was aware of my behavior. So articulate that you completely understand how what you're doing or what you did has affected the other person. That's key. And step three is action. This is committing ourselves to avoiding making this mistake again. Now, like I just said, we are human. 
But in making a conscious effort to immediately apologize for saying it again, because it came out of my mouth again, I was, he was aware that I was aware of how he was feeling the last time I did that. So following through on that promise can look different for everybody, for everything. But it's the most important commitment to the outcome of an argument. The best apology, like I said, is changed behavior. Now, why is the best apology changed behavior? Because changed behavior is true evidence that the apology is genuine. I am so sorry I made you feel that way. I recognize that you were told this when you were growing up. I do not believe that that is true. In my household, that was used in a different context. We were very sarcastic. That was just thrown out, right? Think about the word retard. I'm going to say this because my mom used to work in a home with mentally disabled people. And me and my sister would get in a fight and we'd be like, you're so retarded. I'm sure you use those words at one point in your life. But to every human, to every household, to every relationship, those words mean something completely different. There are a lot of words I can use in this context, but that's the first thing that just came to my mind. Now, those words hurt my mom because she was around these people that genuinely needed her and they didn't choose this life. So how awful of me and my sister to throw around those words like they were nothing just because we were fighting. Again, expressing apology, expressing your true regret for whatever you said is key. And people feel your authenticity when it comes to this, you guys. I've stood there before with my arms crossed and my eyes rolling like, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Come on. So what's the purpose of a true apology? It's to express regret for the offense that was caused. To acknowledge that the offense is understood and why it was offensive. Again, you guys, you have to put yourself in the other person's shoes. It's not easy. It may take some time and some processing, but it's worth that time. It's to receive a forgiveness from the offended party. And this is important because likely the person you offended is somebody you care about. And then it's to ensure the offended party that the offensive behavior will be avoided in the future. Again, we're all human, but action is really, really important. We say a lot of things we don't mean. We interject in a lot of conversations we have no business talking about or in. So if we can listen a little bit more and be uh, authentic and genuine and real in what we're saying, people will trust us more. We will trust us more. So I don't have kids, but maybe the next time your child does something wrong, you think about why you're making them apologize and then explain that to them. Don't say, go apologize to grandma because... She just tripped over your little mini bulldozer truck you left in the living room and she hurt her toe. Talk to them about like, hey, like when we leave things out in the living room like this or on the floor, people can get hurt really bad and we don't want people to get hurt. So explain to them, like, I love the parenting style of my sister. I have twin nephews who are four years old and she has talked to them like they are grown adults since they were born. I swear to God, I thought she was losing her mind. But now that they're older and she still speaks to them in that manner, they are, they are very, very intelligent young men, young boys. 
So I think in explaining ourselves and understanding why we're making our kids apologize or why we are apologizing, we're also setting ourselves up for for greater language, speaking to ourselves and other people. It's the basis of self-respect. We're more respected and we respect ourselves more with a sincere, sincere apology. We grow in resilience and integrity. One heartfelt apology at a time. Like I said in the beginning, I'm not saying not to say sorry. I'm sorry. But if that's ever been abused in your life, in any of your relationships, you're probably feeling the same way I am. And that's like, you're really hardened by it. You're like, yeah, what are you sorry for? Like, you're just saying those words so I don't bring it up again. And I made that very clear when I started this recent relationship. I was like, hey, like, we're going to do things that hurt each other. And I'm very aware of that. And it's going to be unintentional because I don't ever want to hurt you. However, if I apologize for something, I mean it. And I'm just asking you that if you do something to hurt me, that you just don't say I'm sorry so we don't have to talk about it. I want you to know how I'm feeling and I want to know how you're feeling. The other thing I want to offer you guys is when somebody genuinely says I'm sorry to you, say thank you for the apology. I appreciate it. Period. Let me say that again. Somebody says I'm sorry or apologizes to you. Say thank you for the apology. I appreciate it. And don't go on and on and on about the situation. Let it go. Don't bring it up every time. That's the worst thing. Focus on the situation at hand. If you have a mountain full of problems and I'm sorry's under a rug, I need you to maybe reevaluate your relationship. You shouldn't be punishing somebody for something that they've already genuinely apologized for. Now, if you didn't feel like it was a heartfelt apology, that's something you have to communicate. But my focus right now for you is to stop focusing on the entire relationship and focus on the current situation. Because here, what's happening today in the 21st century, we have the apology addiction. Brene Brown, I believe, said this. When we create something, whether it's dinner for a friend or presentation at work or new company, we're bringing something from, I don't know, one thing to the next. I don't know what it looks like for you. We're stepping into the unknown. We're making ourselves vulnerable. We leave ourselves open to judgment from other people, right? And so we like apologize. We like come over with the carrot cake. I'm sorry, I would have made a chocolate you know, chocolate croissants, because I know you love chocolate, but I didn't have time. So here's a carrot cake. I'm sorry. What are you saying I'm sorry for? That's what I mean. Like it has a purpose and we abuse those words so much. But when we criticize our creations and our vulnerability and the presentation that we did for work and the dinner we made for our neighbors or the dessert we made for our husband, we're insulting ourselves but also the recipient. Like we're saying, I'm sorry, but what if they enjoy it? Think about that. And as you go about this, what these words mean to you, really think about this today, all day. Trust your intuition. Build confidence. Remember I told you when we constantly say, I'm sorry, instead of like, my apologies, I didn't see you there. The way we frame our words changes our brain, changes our life. We become more aware of our patterns and we detect these these patterns in other people as well. 
I know I'm very aware of, of how people act now that I've learned more about myself. It's interesting. I'm much more of an observer than I am of a speaker. And it's interesting because my friends and everybody are like, Shauna, you're such an extrovert. And But I spend so much time alone and watching other people that I can fill my cup up and show up for all of you and also love my life so much. Every day, I wonder what magical, beautiful thing will happen today. This is happening for me, not to me. Your perception changes your brain, changes your life. If you don't want to age, people don't grow old. People stop growing. People who stop growing, they grow old. You don't actually grow old. It's when you stop learning and growing and educating yourself and showing up unapologetically you. So stop the apology addiction. Pay attention to how you speak to yourself, how you speak to others, and engage in the behavior that serves you. Remember, what you do says so much more than what you say. And sometimes just accepting an apology with thank you, I appreciate it, feels so good. Put the period. If you're in sales, you know that this is important. When you're trying to like close a deal, right, at the end, and you're like, so would you like the $1,600 package or the $3,000 package? Stop talking. We go on and on and on and on, and we never give the other person a chance to say, I'll take this one. We talk ourselves right out of the sales deal. And we're doing that with our apologies, apologies too. And showing up in relationships and people we for people we care about. So conflict has a bad reputation. It really does. But conflict is part of a relationship and part of being human. So stop justifying your apology. Remember, sorry does not equal trust. Sorry equals forgiveness. Changed behavior equals trust. So how are you going to change your behavior today? I love you. I love you so, so much. You can do something different today than you did yesterday. Remember, there's only one you. You are unique, you matter, and the world needs you just as you are. Be kind, give back, drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.